1: Trips out of it, yeah. Wow, awesome. I know, awesome. Oh. I know. Yes, that's Country. a big deal. Did you guys it's, fly Sun Country to Vegas just this last time? Not uh, this
3: last okay. time, but um, I know I my,
1: did. my yes. sister
3: is coming from Bozeman or, this weekend flying Sun Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've she's never done that before because they never had the option, you right? Know? So she's like, super excited about that.
0: But yes, okay. So we got to talk a little Hollywood stuff yesterday. We just talked for like a second about. Um, Jessica Chastain. There are photos of her that she is going to be starring as uh, the late Tammy Faye Faye Baker Baker in the upcoming biopic, "The Eyes of Tammy Faye." Uh huh. A play in the name, "The Eyes of Laura Mars," I guess. I don't know. Yes,
3: and she was known for her eyes and her
0: amazing mascara game and her eyelashes. Remember? Yes, and the movie, "The Eyes of Tammy Faye," I guess it's based on a 2000 documentary of the same name. Okay. And Jessica Chastain is producing this, and Andrew Garfield is that butthead Jim Baker, and Sean Penn's father-in-law, Vincent D'Onofrio, is Jerry Falwell.
3: Oh, interesting.
0: And People Magazine had all the pics, and Jessica Chastain, her Tammy Faye is not... Nicole Kidman is Lucille Ball, levels of disaster. It's pretty, pretty unbelievable. Um, And Jessica posted some stuff on her Instagram, and she did almost 10 years of research on Tammy Faye. I'm just going to, for people who are following along on YouTube, I'm just showing Jessica and then a real picture of Tammy Faye. But she said... um, She said, I was so blown away researching Tammy Faye and her story. The thing I loved most about her is her capacity to love. She knew what it felt like to not feel important. She didn't want anyone to experience that. And Jessica went on, Justine went on to say to people that the joke about Tammy Faye's mascara running down her face Mm -hmm. was complete BS. The glamorous... Earth Angel Julia always kept her raccoon eyes nice and clean. And she said, um, Jessica, here's a woman that I had an idea of because of what I was fed about her, even the thing with the mascara. There's not one picture of her with mascara running down her face in reality. But people were always making her into a clown and punishing her for the mistakes of her husband which all throughout history, women have been the victim of atoning Mm -hmm, for the mm -hmm. sins of men. And she spent four hours a day getting makeup, prosthetics, and wigs. And makeup artists had to make her face rounder and cover her dimpled chin, because Jessica has a dimpled chin.
3: Oh, you're kidding me. How many hours? Four Four hours. hours.
0: And Jessica Chastain told people she was most surprised with Tammy Faye Baker's 1985 interview with Christian gay minister and AIDS patient, Steven Peters, which is what inspired Tammy to get involved and support the LGBTQ movement. And she told people about this. This is why she wanted to make the eyes of Tammy Faye. She said, because in a time in 1985, when people were even afraid to say AIDS, right. we had this female televangelist and she was a minister to in her own right. She wasn't just the preacher's wife, the singer. The interview is phenomenal. It's so beautiful and loving, and it was such a huge turning point in terms of what people would associate God's grace with because I feel like she was filled with grace. So you, I'm kind of excited I, I am to, too, you to know, see this uh, movie when it when it comes out, because she, there was like this whole caricature thing. And isn't well, she no, from I'm here? Yeah. National yeah. Falls. Yeah. yeah.
3: And she had, you know, the PTO ministry and everything. And mm-hmm. her husband had a massive he's, sex scandal. Oh, he's gross. And he was gross. But she did take the fall. Yes. And, he, and then he went to prison. And then I remember her relationship, though, with Larry King. And he would always have her on. Mm. And she died in, I think, like 2007. She had colon cancer that mm-hmm. spread to her legs or something. But as she was dying, she was always on. And she always was a woman of grace and mm-hmm. forgiveness. Yeah. And a lot of loveliness. She was yeah. a lovely, lovely person. But, yes, her face was a caricature in itself. Yeah. And I never thought about the mascara running down. I just remember her always having so many clumpy right. eyelashes. Yeah. Um, but this is this sounds like it's going to be great, doesn't okay, it? Okay, so that one's being made. Mm-hmm. Other,
0: other and that's posted. If you want to take yeah. a look at at uh, the the trailer for that, it looks really good.
3: I think another documentary that's going to be really good, and this is based on Gretchen Carlson's story and her um fight about um her ongoing effort to end the use of non disclosure agreements because her NDAs in the workplace. And so this film that Gret- about Gretchen Carlson's story with Fox News Roger Ailes and it's um called in her own words it's directed by Emmy nominee Cynthia Lowen she did bully and it will dive into the consequences of forced arbitration of n- NDAs examining how they impact every facet of a person's life because n- no longer can you even speak your truth right you're handcuffed right and so i think that's going to be a good story to hear, I yeah. I like her. Yeah. I like Gretchen Carlson.
0: Well, you know, and I mean, and the thing is, the company feels that they can do that because uh, we're paying you twenty million dollars. You should keep your mouth shut. Well, that, that's what. And they're I, I, under, about I that is, as a
3: company owner would understand that. Yeah. If it was my company. I'm paying you to shut your mouth now. Right. right either, you know. Right. Period. So, and then the other one that we saw, and it's posted on the Lori and Julia Show page today, is the Anthony Bourdain. Um, it's called, uh, what's it called? Roadrunner. Um, Roadrunner. Mm-hmm. And it's an intimate behind the scenes. I don't know if we can play a little bit of it, Rocco, but it's oh, so... i got it
1: here. I mean, it's pretty... We'll see. We'll see if it translates okay, to okay. Radio here. It was almost never about food. It was about Tony learning how to
3: be a better person. You're probably going to find out about it anyway. So here's a little preemptive truth-telling. There's no happy ending.
2: One, two, three, four.
1: Chef Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain, the renowned chef and best-selling author of Kitchen Confidential.
3: All the TV chefs are so cuddly and adorable, you know, maybe I'm the antidote or something.
1: As a new program parts unknown.
3: One minute I was standing next to a deep fryer, and the next, I was watching the sunset over the Sahara.
1: What am I doing here? pretty cool
0: yeah he, it looks really good he, No, the, that's
1: gonna be in theaters or starting at the tribeca film fest yeah july
0: 16th it'll be in movie
3: theaters and i just remember how shocked we all were in 2018 when he died by suicide um yeah and it's an intimate behind the scenes portrayal the oscar-winning filmmaker morgan neville um won't you be my neighbor did mm-hmm. that movie so mm-hmm. he's doing this one too mm-hmm. i i think it'll he was he was everything he was in studio with us, hmm
1: Really?
0: Mm-hmm. We had a line. He was mm-hmm. doing a reading over at the Triple Rock mm-hmm. on Bacon Night. Okay, I, I, I can't believe you remember that, Laurie. I know. But I can't I do. believe you can't remember, remember that. Food. I do. They had bacon night. It was Wednesday night, and he was doing a reading. And you know, he was just so hip and cool. And we had, I, I pretended I'd watched his show. I never watched his show even, or heard of him.
3: Donnie booked him, and we even are like, "Who's that?" And Donnie's <laughs> like, "Oh, he's, or he's the next, the everything. He's
0: the everything." And he's he done Kitchen Confidential, I think. So, like the foodie people knew him, but he came in and he was. Incredibly charming. charming, incredibly charming and so handsome, good looking did not care at all that we did not know no, who, he, who was. he was. He thought it; he was th- thought I was hysterical, and he goes, "Well, why would you know?" I mean, he was very I down think to who, earth. I think who you saw on TV is kind of right. who he was. And I don't know. I guess did he get like famous like overnight? Basically, well, is that Kitchen the- Confidential was two thousand. Travel- no, but when he said that for him, I was saying yeah. extra fry and then yeah. thing, like is that? Did his he life- always
3: worked in the restaurant industry right. and then no holds bar back. I don't know, but yeah. I remember traveling and it would say Anthony Bourdain was here, you yeah. know, and did wild well, places. He and in Andrew
0: are- Zimmer were yeah. like, kind of like they brought us on travel adventures with that food. we'd never seen yeah. before. Okay, I am very excited about this news, Julie. I okay, decided what? to go to Variety today to see what has been cast. Have any of our books, have any of our authors, has any traction happened with anybody? Because Reese Witherspoon
3: <laughs> would be too shy to directly respond That's back right. to us to say, good idea, girls. But okay? I'm, I'm
0: very happy to report that Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, production company, yes. along with Bloomhouse Television have uh, purchased, they're adapting and doing a series on the Patricia Cornwell's uh, Mm. Kay Scarpetta character. I love that. um, Which is, she's a forensic pathologist. Yes, she is. There's been 24 books uh, with uh, Kay Scarpetta as the main character. They're always great stories. It's solid, solid, solid. I envision this like a Bosch type of thing. Jamie Lee Curtis would be I absolutely perfect loves, as Kay I'm Scarpetta. I'm so excited about this news, and they are just, uh, yeah, they secured the right to the whole franchise for Kay Scarpetta. She looks like her Lori. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! And um, Jason Bloom is going to produce it, of course, along with uh, you know Jamie Lee Curtis. But that's very exciting, and I think built-in fan base and. I mean, just looking at like the success of, like look at how well Bosch has done. That oh. was really was that is that Amazon? It it is Bosch on Amazon. Yeah. It is and that's Tom
3: Clancy. Who is it behind it? It's Michael, a, Conley, Michael Conley, And it's
0: Titus Welliver. But that oh. is that was like one of Amazon's, you know, they put money in it. They filmed it in LA and it's turned out to be a good show for them and people, it's very, you know, and that's it's coming, it's wrapping up at six and final season. They're gonna do another Adaptation, but the skate case Scarpetta. When you have a book like that, mm-hmm. an iconic series, and if you can cast a actor that would be passionate about it, and I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis would just like, I am K Scarpetta.
3: And this has been, you know, um, 10 years ago, Angelina Jolie was attached to play yes. her in a feature film that never got off never the ground. Happened
0: because this is better as a TV series.
3: Yeah, 1992, Demi Moore was cast yes. to play her. So and she's way wrong. Way wrong, but it, think of how many, how long, I yeah. mean, even saying... Patricia Cornwell. I mean, right. that feels like a name. Well, Jack, the Clancy, the
0: Clancy, you know, John Kuzinski is oh, uh, wish, Jack Ryan. I know? wish they would do another season of Jack Ryan. <sighs> we hope so because two isn't enough. It is not enough because right, that we, is so good. We got to go because it's time for the Dirt Alert.
1: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
2: Hi Hi, Holly. Holly. Good afternoon. Happy Thursday. Same to you. Welcome to your dirt alert. We're starting with a little Tom Cruise news. Because if something happened on the set of Mission Impossible 7 and we didn't hear about it in the tabloids, did it ever really happen in the first place? Well, Tom Cruise is self-isolating after crew members test positive for COVID on the set of Mission Impossible 7. Is he not vaccinated? I don't know. But all that ranting and raving and lording yes. over the set of Mission Impossible 7, boy, did that just go away and he went radio silent. That happened at the new year. I wouldn't and over be the holidays, surprised if
0: Scientologists didn't believe in vaccinations at all.
2: I've heard Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah. I've heard and Stranger Things. And so now things. he's uh, Is that it? quarantining in in England. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. according to The Sun. Oh. Tom Cruise was exposed while filming a nightclub scene where four dancers and ten set workers later tested positive. And because Tom Cruise was standing within meters of the crew, he also has to monitor symptoms and avoid contact with others. Now, the whole shooting crew, about 60 people, have all had to self-isolate for the past couple of weeks. The source at The Sun says it's going to badly affect filming and they'll be playing catch-up when they finally come back. Well,
0: Tommy boy, just you should just get vaccinated, dude. Goofball.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's t- you have options. Ways. And yeah. you have when you're Tom Cruise, yeah. wow. you have options. Wow. You have options. Yeah, you know, the page six noting that it's Tom Cruise's worst nightmare come to life because five months ago he lashed out at all the workers on the set of Mission right. Impossible 7 for not social distancing. That he was
0: single-handedly saving the movie industry. Well, then get your vaccination, Tommy. Yes. Wow. Yeah.
2: Alright, so there's Tom Cruise mm-hmm. isolating in London. Matthew Perry fans are speculating that he's dating his assistant after sharing a photograph days after split with his fiance Molly Hurwitz. So this photograph is of himself sitting in a chair. They're trying to sell the Chandler friends merch. She's standing next to him. Her arm is back behind him on the chair, and they're just posing. and He and he said, "You know, could I have be any more grateful for my assistant making a Chandler bang joke? Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, well,
3: I'm
2: not."
1: Price, Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm.
2: yeah. So people are dissecting these photographs. Uh, he just broke up with his fiance just a couple of weeks or just a couple of days ago, and it was just basically like, "Well, these things happen." <laughs> I wish that he would go and
0: stay, like at, like at Lisa Kudrow's uh, guest cottage. Yeah, and just and the friends would co- go over there and hang out with them mm-hmm. and talk to him and see what's really going on.
2: Yeah, you know, just take you know? it easy, lay low. Hey-
0: Take it easy. Stop selling the stupid merchandise. And why are you ping ponging around from chick to chick?
2: Yeah.
3: Do you guys know? (laughs) You know, we thought we. I never knew exactly how much they make from the the syndication of Friends every year. Isn't it twenty million? It's twenty million million a year dollars each. (gasps) Each.
0: Oh. They each
3: got paid two
0: million to do this. Two point five. Two point five. Yeah. $20 $20 million a year. Yeah, so maybe the merchandise is something to do with it. It's a but, joke. It's mm-hmm. just,
2: yeah. Yeah, you know, Matthew Perry, I think, just trying to be coy and tongue-in-cheek with the idea of him being I wish he'd go back to acting. You know? know. Remember,
0: we liked him in that show. It didn't stay on the air very long, but Sun, Sunset 60 or something. Yes. It was like an Aaron Sorkin yes, show. Yes, it was,
3: and it had the blonde girl that's with... Um, it was about
0: making a TV yes. show.
3: Studio 60 on the yes. Sunset
0: yeah we loved yeah. that. It was almost like it was too smart for network television. It belonged on a cable.
2: If that show had premiered 10 years after the fact, it would have had a nice run. It was yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. It was, and but it, he
0: was good in
2: it. Yeah, but it was on NBC and it came out right before, you know, Prestige TV was happening at that yes, time, but, but all the focus was like on, you know, Mad Men AMC where you could be risque and you yeah. could start doing stuff and then we got the Breaking Bad's and so on and so forth. Yeah, he needs a new yeah. agent. He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hate to break it, but a dancer at a party in Atlanta for Diddy caught fire
0: <gasps> last night. Did somebody turn? Uh, was there a birthday party? That yeah, it was a know?
2: yeah it was a birthday party. Okay. None of us were invited. Okay, okay. <laughs> How does that happen? Well, there were dancers on tables wearing feathered skirts, yeah. and one dropped down to get her eagle on. Says the source, and then she caught on fire from the candle. A spy tells Page Six that nothing was left but her string thong. Uh oh! Now so she's got burns. Yeah. So yeah, I, it Ouch. looks it looks Ouch. like she's okay. Uh, you know, uh, we don't have a report on her, but
0: ye. They also let us know that because they had like a permit for a white tiger in a cage at this party, and oh, mm-hmm. they want Peta to not focus on them, so they were like. Let's get the naked girls
2: flaming on fire out to page six in TMZ right away. Thank you wow. for the Hollywood speak, Lori. That's exactly right, because people are mm-hmm. bashing this party uh, for their use of exotic animals as a source of decoration. I don't understand
3: party. that anymore in this day. <sighs> in yeah. 2021, to have a caged white tiger, tiger at yeah. your party, Come
0: on, that's you know. chuggy, bougie. It's so
2: chuggy. All of the above. All of the above. (laughs) Wow. Just bad. Mariah Carey's dropping a new song on June 10th, and it's produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Whoa. Yes. So reports are saying that Mariah Carey is c- collaborating with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. This is a new song dropping June 10th called Somewhat Loved. Now, this song is not going to be a Mariah Carey official track. It's appearing on Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis's debut album called Jam and Lewis Volume 1. What does that we mean? Heard, does does she heard scat about this or something.
0: Album. Does she go ooh, like that? Does she have the runs on this? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> um I don't
2: know. <laughs> you know, uh, that's
0: such a weird <laughs> description. Yeah. So, she sings the chorus. Uh, well, it's just
2: because it's not on an album by Mariah Carey. Oh, so see. that's what I'm saying, where she's providing the vocals for this. And I, I think that it. it seems like with this album, I'm just speculating at this point, but it's, you know, they said of this album, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, they said, when we started Jam and Lewis volume one, we put a wish list together of all of our favorite artists and the chance to reunite with our friends and fellow songwriter, Hall of Fame partner, Mariah Carey was a wish list fulfillment at its finest. All right. Well, so good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's very exciting, and we're going to have a new possible summer jam. Yeah, I hope so. On June 10th, Elizabeth Hurley says she's still friends with Hugh Grant. Not surprising at all.
3: No, he, he, the, her son, Hugh Grant's the gra- godfather of her son, Damien.
0: Yeah, but what, why is she doing all these interviews? We're He's, hearing a lot from her. She's
3: got a new bathing suit line. Oh, is that it? No, I'm just making
2: it up. <laughs> Remember convincing, her diet though. of a raisin, a peanut, and an apple? Yeah. And some watercress? Yeah. Right. Watercress oh. soup. Which is basically just grass and water. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So you too could look like Elizabeth Hurley if you just eat like a rabbit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, she's doing a podcast on the 90s, and she was said she's still extremely good friends with Hugh, and they've gone through so much together. They haven't been romantically involved in two decades, but they have a strong friendship together.
0: She could get cast in Dynasty. I mean, uh, yeah, Dynasty Dynasty is back on the CW. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, I mean, it's
2: surprising that she's not in Dynasty. Kind of. Couldn't she be like somebody's eccentric yes. English rich yes. like some dame coming over yes, here? Yes,
0: absolutely. I love that show. Can I just say that? There's some really good people on that and show, including Grant. You know, right, show Grant. from Melrose Place. Yes, He plays John Forsyth's
2: character. Well, speaking of 90s hotness. I know. I mean, it this so hot.
3: So hot. He's,
0: he's
2: pretty... Wasn't he with Heather Locklear? Yeah, so Oh yeah. oh
0: yeah. Yeah, he's Grant is pretty hot as, you know, Mr Carrington. Mhm. The elder, you know, he's pretty good.
2: Nice. Nice. Well, that's the dirt for this afternoon. Thanks, Holly. All done. All right. My talk traffic. Tell him your theory, Lauren.
0: So many theories today. Yes. Would you guys like to go down a taco theory road? Or <laughs> would you like to go down um, a universal game that's banned everywhere theory? I want
3: the universal game that's banned everywhere sure. to
0: start. But the taco one Is- sounds like a good juicy second. It does. Okay, okay. so... um yeah, the ban hammer. Uh, this was a just was a survey of uh, 2,000 U.S. residents, and um, guess guess what is the game that is banned the most from family game night, family and friend game night. The game that people universally agree on shall not be played. Monopoly. That is correct. <laughs> is it because it lasts too long? No. Monopoly is the most debated and most forbidden board game of all time. Well, here's what Monopoly, here's my theory Monopoly, okay. Monopoly, uh, People, it brings out competitive and unfriendly behavior. There's something about money and property deeds <laughs> that get people going. Uh, it, it People accuse each other of cheating, playing Monopoly. People get into arguments over Monopoly because you're like, I, you know, why are you buying up? But you're just doing that to, you know, blah, 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 blah. and a To quarter, block me. To block from me. From getting a Monopoly. That's right. Which is the strategy. Which is the strategy. But <laughs> it causes the most fights because... People have very right and wrong ways that they view Monopoly playing. Wow. Yeah. So, Wow. Did you
3: guys... Now, did you grow up playing Monopoly? Yes. We did, too. Yeah, A little bit, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. I always was the race car.
3: Okay, yeah. Isn't that funny? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Isn't that funny? I like being the shoe. Yeah. But when it was my kids' generation and we'd play with them, I would like... I thought that was the longest game in America, so I would always hide my money, yeah, like, but I would go
0: broke and as stuff. A kid, <laughs> as a kid, though, you part of the allure of Monopoly was that it did go long, but maybe that oh. is the other theory about why it's I, banned at, for, for, at, for family, it goes on too long. They
3: came out with a new Monopoly yeah. game that was supposed to be done in an hour, it was like quick Monopoly, yeah. I swear. Mm-hmm. It, the game went on forever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, people pretty much are in agreement on that um, as far as who's the problem in playing game nights. Um, Who is the problem? Well, uh, according to people over the age 57 plus, 71% say they are never the problem. (laughs) People between the ages of 41 and 56 say, you know, about 60% of the time they think they are the problem. And millennials... Between twenty five and forty, um, and uh, they they think you know just like only like you know thirty eight percent of them are to blame, and even young Gen Zers, they they only think twenty percent of the time are they're the problem.
3: Rocco, have you ever played Monopoly with Bruno?
0: Um let's
1: be we honest. We had a there was one game at a little family get together and it was kind
0: of fun but again it just went on too it's long so and long. Yeah.
3: there's so many other great games. And the games. longer
0: the game goes on, the possibility oh. of conflict increases. Oh my word. We want more relaxed games. Not the intention of beating everybody else which is what the monopoly thing is. It's not like we're taking it's like a team like an apples to apples, you know right, what I mean? There's right. other way. People want to have fun. That's their main mission in having Absolutely. And that's why, That's why the theory that Monopoly is the one that no will play anything, but
3: I just don't know that it
0: gets played.: Yeah. Kids like to play it. They together do, right? with a each lot other.
1: Of nephews and stuff that love it. They love it because Ugh.
0: it goes on and oh, it yeah. does have strategy, and they can do it, you know, and it's better than life.
3: Oh well,
0: who or even bothered it, with that? Dumb no, man? I don't know. Okay, here's my. <laughs> I go back to Candyland. That was an
3: easy, simple game with gumdrops. Well, so yeah, that's fun for like so the, fun. the right age. Yeah,
0: yeah, so good. Okay, uh, here's the, let's get to the taco theory. Um, okay, um, what the the food that is most guaranteed to brighten a bad day. Tacos? Tacos is the day brightener if you are looking. I love a taco. To brighten somebody's uh, day with a fun meal. People get excited about eating tacos and
3: you could do so many things with tacos. They could be chicken that's, tacos, they could be steak right. tacos, shrimp tacos, fish tacos.
0: That's right. This was a study from Hello Fresh.
3: Okay. I oh yeah. Yeah. And they want you to buy their taco kit. kit <laughs> right. Kit. But they were just
0: asking what are all the different food? Bacon is a day brightener. Oh my word. Maybe yes. we're having BLTs for dinner tonight. You like that? I have beautiful. Would tomatoes. that be a day brightener? Totally. Yeah. Oh, With sourdough bread. Sourdough bread, lots of mayo, oh. maybe some avocado on the side. Oh, that sounds so good. A really good slice of to- beef steak, tomato mm-hmm. that somebody beautiful, is lightly salted, slice, slice and then good bacon. bacon. Oh, yummy! Yeah, and also steak. Oh, I love steak. Mm. These grilling, are all my meals. Grilling steak mm-hmm. is a day brightener.
3: One hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Yep. So. Anyway, if you, I eat all those things this weekend, you did <laughs> and they are delicious. Totally. Um, so yeah, deciding what to have for dinner after having a bad day is something that people say can make them, feel you know, what's weird.
3: I, I live by myself. Yeah. I find myself buying a really nice steak yeah. a lot and I fried in the frying pan. Yeah. But I really like to treat myself to steak. I love a steak.
0: Julia, I'm going to have bacon and eggs for dinner tonight. That sounds good. Doesn't it? Every time I make steak
1: in the house, I set off all the smoke alarms. Oh, do you? Yeah. I know. So that's why I love summer grilling season. Right.
0: It's here. You're outside. Oh, I lost it. Okay. So there, that's just a little theory. If you just need, like, just don't forget the... don't forget bacon, tacos and steak for day brightening. Or bacon and eggs too. I can't believe ice cream didn't make the list. No, but like for dinner. For this dinner, was specifically okay. for dinner, what brightens mm-hmm. you're like I all mean. Right. I know like sometimes Casey goes, I need to make some tilapia and then I just oh, go I just kinda go. I just get oh all right. You Is know? he still on the diet? Well, not the diet. He's but trying they- to lower his cholesterol. <laughs> It's just, I'm ready to just shove a stick of butter down his throat and just,
3: it. <laughs> Just go get the damn
0: prescription. It'd be so much easier on me. Right. Okay. It'd be so much easier. Now, I thought this was just right. excellent uh, news. Um, so, you know, as people age, you know, people feel like, oh, I've got to get be more grueling with my workouts or uh, step it up or add weights or do this or that. Well, Julia, here is a study. I wish
3: I was one of those people. Well,
0: <laughs> apparently, tai chi, which, as far as I'm concerned, is meditation in motion. Yes, is just as good as regular exercise in getting rid of belly fat. Tai chi. Hmm. Tai Isn't chi. that a lot of kicking? It's Lifting meditation in motion. So, like, I don't know exactly, Slow, but slowly, Lori's doing ma- this. Hi, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know if there's. Okay, that just traps. doesn't look fun to me. But Julia, and then free your mind and you could free do your, your Sanskrit word, rest but just follow. imagine like if we just did like 30 minutes, if we really got a tight, it is just as good for the belly fat as jumping around in a high octane exercise class or running or biking. I mean, I thought you would be genuinely happy to hear this news. I don't know that that um, looks like fun. I like it. I like it too, Rocco. Right. Well, maybe I'll you, try to You do realize try how much video. meditation and motion you probably already do. Plus, you do so much. You're such an active pickleballer and tennis player. I'm not. Baller. I
3: haven't played lately. I've been really But bad. you know what I mean? Yeah. So
0: you don't really have to worry about that because you are getting your exercise in that way. But some of us maybe are like getting injured from our exercising. I'm talking to myself.
3: Yes. So it would, my be, knee. it would be a non
0: Non injurious way, that's right. Way
3: to do both two and things this, at one time so you this can meditate. Was a study that like, they wanted
0: right. to look at people with limited mobility. All and right. they had so, listen what they did they had they assigned they had 500 adults over the age of 50 that mm-hmm. were at least had um, some level of the, their BMI that they knew sure, they sure, wanted sure, to lose sure. weight, different levels of it, 12 weeks. And they had one group do. Zero exercise. Okay. One group did regular exercise, either going to classes or riding bikes or running. And one group did Tai Chi. And guess what? Tai Chi went out. Tai Easy. Chi. Julia, thanks mm-hmm. for the no on. No problem. The Tai Chi and exercising group both lost uh, belly fat. And the Tai Chiers had uh, better cholesterol. I'm bringing this home for Casey. Oh, and it was that. probably good for mental health. It, it is. Yeah,
1: It's meditation yes.
3: in yes. motion. I've never thought of Tai Chi that way. Have you, you've enlightened me. Yeah, and I see people base. do
0: it sometimes down by the river. There'll sure. be a class, but you can look at it. But it's it's a series yeah, of know. moves. And I All feel right. like in Karate Kid, there's some Tai Chi sure. uh, movements where they just do the slow. Rocco, am I right about that? Would it be kind of a Tai Laurie, Chi? Lori, if you could that see her, good. she's
3: moving. She's 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 doing, for our YouTube followers, Lori's going to do a performance for you right now. (laughs) She's got her hands moving. We don't know if she's doing um, interpretive dance or Tai Chi.
1: But her belly fat is just wasting away.
3: It also helps if you can't eat for a week. (laughs) I don't know. I was really, like, I was happy for Tai Chi. I'm glad to know this because it would be another opportunity for something to do. And
0: also, kind of a because meditation because I've been
3: missing meditating lately. And you,
0: you could maybe, you know, just say your word while right. you're doing this, and you could just dip a little but into. But don't two look things. for the
3: third eye between your eyes. I have think you it guys gets tried dizzy. meditation? Oh, Lori yeah. and yeah, I, yeah, we, we know did our Sanskrit. Mm-hmm. We have
0: our Sanskrit words. We were
3: way into it.
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: Back in the early yeah, we 2000s. both know how to yeah. TM.
0: Hmm. And um,
3: I've I've the practice I've been using very loosely. I need so to get back into breathing. it. No, well, it's, it's your
0: focus. It's focusing and letting this word roll around in your mind and letting it take Over. Let the word take you. To take not your letting one
3: other thought come, come into in your mind. Head, yeah, and it's by saying the word repetitively, repetitively. And your feet have to be on the floor, ground. You you're sitting up yeah. straight.
0: We did this whole three we, day class. We
3: trained wow. with a major a major yogi yogi a who yogi. trained with the big dog
0: Joseph Perry. Mm-hmm. Rest his soul. He passed know. away last year. At the good age, though, like he was in his nineties, yeah, he
3: was. You know, he was brilliant.
0: You, this is all the theories I have for you today. All right, well,
3: those were all good tacos to Tai Chi. <laughs> I liked them. All right, well, we're back.
0: We're back. Oh, thank you, Marco. Did you think you were just talking to yourself, Julia? And I were just discussing. <laughs> well, I know you we guys. You guys are meditating thing. about. Yeah, cats. we're doing Tai Chi in uh-huh. here, working on our the belly fat. Word
1: for cat.
3: That's
0: right. I don't
1: know what it is. (laughs) I don't
3: know what it is. I barely know what mine. I don't even know what mine means, and I I could never
1: spell it. I took a meditation class, and it didn't involve words.
0: It was a lot of sitting and breathing. It just is. They're all different. No, no. We did transcendental Transcendental meditation. That's when you get a Sanskrit word. I see. Were the Beatles there?
1: Was was no, no, but Joseph
0: worked. With studied with the Maharashi feet. who taught the Beatles. Okay. Well, okay. That's,
1: that's very close. So, so we're
3: Beatles beetle, beetle
0: adjacent. adjacent. Good.
3: Thanks. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, so uh I just one more bit of casting news. Yes. Dennis Quaid has joined Peacock's Joe Exotic and I
3: found this surprising.
0: Uh, yeah, and he is gonna play uh Rocco, because I know you watched it. He's gonna play that Rick. Kirkham, the guy who was so goofy. Who, Your fingers are over. Okay, wait a second. Oh, all right, Laurie's trying to. That whole aim. show was goofy. Yeah, I know, but you know, remember that guy who was like always in his chair? Oh yeah, he the was hat, the one
1: made the documentary. Who made the video
0: and then all the footage burned. He's the documentary filmmaker who is working with. So that's who Dennis Quaid has just been. Okay. I, never, I, never, I thought those guys I were I never going away. ever
3: ever ever watched that and I'm so grateful.
0: Oh, it was good. It was interesting. It was good. It was really it was It's good. always
1: weird to learn when there's a whole subculture of something you didn't know had no existed. Idea. You're like, what? There's what? exotic cats? park people and they're all weird and hate each other. Oh geez. Yeah, no, and really sometimes is, murder each other. Yeah, no, right? it's just
0: unbelievable and that guy's still in jail, you know. So yeah. that's a little casting news and really just to get back, I'm so excited that Tiffany Haddish is going to play Olympic great Florence Griffith Joyner in an upcoming biopic. Mm-hmm. She of course was known as Flo FloJo, flashy personality and style and like like we said earlier in the show in 1988, she set the record in the hundred
3: meter, meter
0: and the two hundred meter, and that those records still hold. That's unbelievable That's how fast to me. And great right? she was, and so she, yeah, those records haven't been broken. She died in 1998, ten years after the Olympic, of an epileptic seizure at the age of 38. And Tiffany is going to produce the film and. Flo Jo's, um, her widow, widower, husband, you know, is also producing um, the show. And, of course, you know, she was just like a a real hero. You know?
3: That's unbelievable. She was so
0: beautiful. We were so taken with her.
3: To see such a flashy gal run. It was fun. Glamorous. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So Tiffany Haddish is also in the new, you know, she does that kids show, yeah, yeah, yeah. what kids say or something. Mm-hmm. First of all, she is still with Common.
0: I'm so happy for that. I'm
3: so happy for that. They're them.
0: very hot together.
3: But she wants to, it, it's, it was National Foster Care Month, uh, uh-huh. the month of May, which is over, but she came out saying she wants to adopt a formed person. So mm-hmm. she wants like a five-year-old. She's she's looking into that that where they're already potty trained. She can just put things in their mind to help them in the world. She doesn't want to have to teach them how to talk. Now, I always that.
0: feel bad, you know. In Sunday's paper, they always have the fast the the kids, you know, looking for a family, and right. they're always like eleven or fourteen, or, right? You know, nine or you know, the age like that, and it probably is like the hardest age to find
2: parents. Right, for. right. Yeah. So, so she, she so thought, we'll I just Love her.
0: I hope she's filming girls' trip too. I think that they are doing that movie. That was such a funny movie. I still think of the
3: the zipline across in New Orleans. And going to the
0: carousel bar at the Monte Leon or whatever the hell that New Orleans hotel is. That's just funny, 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 funny show. Um, okay, uh, that David O. Russell movie that I told you about yes. yesterday, The Canterbury Glass, where everybody's in it. Yes. Well, Angelina Jolie told him no. Jamie Foxx told him no. And Jennifer L- Lawrence, his muse from at least three movies, told him no. Okay. And uh, he's really an a-hole, I guess. Um, I always forget that George Clooney talked about uh, on the worst movie experience of his life, Three Kings. Lily Tomlin was with David O. David O. Russell, the director. Yes.
1: Huckabees, right?
0: Yes. Lily Tomlin, he threw a chair at her. Close. Yeah, he's really an awful person. So I'm surprised that all these people that are in this movie, but we know of at least three actors that said no because he's such a problem. He's very abusive. He's a bully. He's violent. And he's verbally abusive. Okay,
3: I, that just sounds. No, so I don't know like, why. I,
0: I hope Taylor's just writing a song. I hope she's not he acting. He
3: probably is just writing a song. And
1: he doesn't seem like he's done a movie in about six seven years. Yeah,
3: no, because
0: people didn't want to get out him. about him. And after that bad bad Maybe movie, he's gone
3: through some. Um, Joy, I think
0: Joy is yeah, the Joy. last movie he did. Did you guys? I never saw
3: Silver no.
1: Linings Playbook. Did you oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was yeah, good. Yeah, that, that, was good. good.
3: Mm-hmm. that was really good. Yeah. And so was the other one that he did with. Um, American Hustle. Yeah, with that Christian was amazing, Bale. But was, I guess he
0: was horrible was the, to Amy Adams.
3: He, he sounds set. like a
0: icky, horrible man. George Clooney has talked about it in a Playboy interview. That's the Three Kings set. Is also where. Uh, anyway, he just said, I, "I've ne- I'll never work with the guy again. He's right. just unbelievable." So. I don't know. It's amazing
3: that whoever's backing this gave him another... Op- Maybe, like I said, he's Christian through-
0: Bale, Margot Robbie, Timothy Oliphant, Michael Shannon, Chris Rock, uh, Robert he's gone De Niro. he some, t- some... No, he hasn't, Julia. He hasn't, all right. No, mm-mm. But-